Hello, hello. I'm Michelle Archibald, and this is I'm Doing My Fucking Best, a mental health podcast for anyone and everyone. So today we are discussing something called cognitive distortions, which we all have to some extent, but may not even be aware that we have them. Cognitive distortions can interfere, interfere with how you view reality, and as the name says, distorts the way you see or think about reality. Working on correcting these distortions falls under CBT, which is Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And in this type of therapy, we work on changing our thought patterns by recognizing our distortions and correcting them in our minds based on the facts of the situation. The first goal of this type of therapy to change cognitive distortions is to first recognize that we are experiencing them. So what are the 10 main cognitive distortions we may be suffering from? Let's dive in. So the first one is all or nothing thinking. It's also known as black or white thinking. This is where we see things in terms of extremes with no middle area or middle ground. We tend to use the words never or always. So for example, if you were in a bad relationship and it ended, you may think, I will never find anyone to be with and I will always be alone. This is thinking in the negative extreme with no wiggle room. Whereas in reality, each relationship is different and has its own positives and negatives together. So try to think in terms of a quote unquote gray area where both positive and negatives can coexist. The second distortion is overgeneralization. This is similar to all or nothing thinking in that the words always and never tend to pop up in these types of thoughts. This is where you take one instance or example and generalize it to an overall pattern. And this can lead to overly negative thoughts based on one single experience. So for example, if someone is late to meet you, you may think he or she is never on time and is always late which may be true for this present situation, but not your entire relationship. But this type of distortion makes you forget about the positives of the relationship, and it makes it easier to be mad at the other person if you view it as a recurring pattern, even if in reality, it's not. So try to think of times when the situation was different, and take each experience as unique. The next one is labeling. So labeling is an extreme form of overgeneralization where we assign judgment or value to ourselves and others based on one single experience. So one example is, oh, I bombed that job interview. I'm a loser and I will never get a job. So here we're taking that one single experience of a job interview and giving ourselves the value of being a worthless loser, which is not the case. So we are judging our worth based on that one experience when we are so much more than that. So try to find the positives in a situation like that such as, okay, what can I improve on the next interview? And what did I do really well? The next distortion is called mind reading. When we mind read, we are assuming we know what the other person is thinking. And these are usually negative interpretations. So someone may not have texted you back yet and you're thinking, oh, she's mad at me. We are assuming this with no evidence. We're assuming we know what she's thinking. In reality, this person may be just very busy and does at work and has not had a chance to respond. The next one is forecasting. Forecasting is when you predict the future and jump to conclusions based on little or no evidence. And these are typically negative predictions. Try to remember you cannot control the future and many outcomes are possible, especially positive ones. So then we go on to catastrophizing. This is an extreme form of forecasting where you are imagining the worst possible outcome and thinking it is the most likely outcome, even though in reality, The worst possible situation is usually the least likely. This is where we see a lot of what ifs, when in reality we have little control over the future 
And asking these what ifs just unnecessarily causes stress and anxiety about things that will most likely not happen and that we won't have to deal with. So giving into these types of thoughts makes it easy to downward spiral and just keep kind of like going and going and going. So try to remind yourself that the worst case scenario is typically the most unlikely and think of other outcomes that are more probable. And these are typically either neutral, positive outcomes, or things that aren't that bad, things that you can handle. The next one is emotional reasoning. This is the most important one in my opinion, and I think it's the basis for all of the other distortions. This is the one that when I first heard about it, I was like, oh my God, this explains a lot. So emotional reasoning assumes that your thoughts, feelings, and emotions equal fact and that they accurately reflect reality. Your emotions do not, your thoughts do not, your feelings do not reflect reality a lot of the times. I struggle with this one so much. I used to think my emotions were 100% accurate and I would act on them instead of waiting them out or waiting till I could cool down and use like the logical brain side that's not all emotionally wound up. So for example, I have a feeling she doesn't like me, so it must be true. Don't believe everything you feel though and don't believe everything you think. Notice these thoughts or emotions and put them aside until you can check the facts of the situation using your brain. Put the emotions aside for a bit. The next one is mental filtering. So this is when you only focus on the negatives and like filter out all of the positives. You're minimizing them. So for example, your friend hurts your feelings one time and you focus only on that one situation and you ignore all of the other times you had positive experiences with her. I like to think of a radio dial and I'm turning up the volume on positives and trying to mute the negatives when I start thinking this way. The next one is personalization. This is assuming that everything people do is about you, but in a negative way. So if you think of when people are vain, they think everything is about them in a positive way. So this is kind of the opposite extreme of that. So for example, let's look at the mind reading example again. Someone has not texted me back because they are mad at me. That's what I'm assuming. We are assuming the reason they have not responded is because of us. But in reality, it most likely has nothing to do with us. They may just be busy or have not seen the text yet, or they're at work, or they're just not feeling good themselves and they don't really want to be interactive. Try to remember that everyone has their own stressors and problems in their life. And this is the most likely reason behind why they act the way they do. It has nothing to do with you. The last distortion we'll talk about is called the unreal ideal. This is thinking everyone else seems to have it together. An example of this manifests as imposter syndrome. So I don't know if you've heard of that before, but when you suffer from imposter syndrome, you basically think you don't deserve to be there or that you're like faking it and everyone else deserves to be there. So a graduate student may think everyone else is smarter and deserves their spot there when in reality, everyone is just doing their best to keep up. It's a difficult program. And if you got in, then you deserve to be there. But imposter syndrome has you thinking that everyone else deserves to be there and you just, you don't have it together at all. But newsflash, no one ever has their shit together. Life is hard as hell for everyone. So don't believe their highlight reels on Instagram or Facebook or compare yourself to everyone else. We're all just trying to do our best. So how do we change this way of thinking? Good news is you're already midway step one by listening to this podcast. So step one is to notice and identify these distortions in your thoughts. Catch yourself when you are having distorted thinking and label which distortion it is. So now that you've listened to this podcast, you know what to look out for. Step two is difficult, but you want to challenge the distortion whenever you notice one with evidence to the contrary. 
This is called checking the facts, and it is a crucial skill in therapy, which we'll get into more in the next episode too. So how to check the facts. So if I think someone is mad at me, what is that evidence against that thought? So I think about how there was no negative incident that occurred that would make someone mad at me, that they are at work, I know they're at work, they are very busy at their job, and I know my friend well enough to know that she would tell me if she was upset with me. So those are just some of the facts that would help me be like, okay, this is a distortion. I'm challenging it and I'm not going to act on it. This is where it is really important to not believe everything you think or feel. Notice your thoughts, but don't necessarily act on them right away. Give yourself some time. Emotions are temporary and they change. See what happens after you challenge your distortion. Do your thoughts and feelings about the situation change? Even if they don't, it still does not mean they reflect reality or that you have to act on them. So I know this sounds like an easy one-two step procedure to change our thoughts, but it is exhausting and it does take time. So don't be frustrated. But if you do get frustrated, just know that's common. Like this is a hard thing to change your thoughts and it does not, but it does not mean it's not working if you're frustrated. It just takes a lot of practice, a lot of time, practice, practice, practice. And honestly, just being able to recognize that my thoughts are distorted has helped how I react to certain situations a lot. It does not mean you'll get rid of your emotions associated with the thoughts, but it does make it easier not to act on your emotions and easier to sit with them when you can acknowledge that these thoughts are not based in reality and you just kind of have to let them go by. Speaking of emotions, emotional regulation will be the subject of the next episode as it will feed off of this episode. So we're going to learn how to sit with your emotions when they feel overwhelming, intense, and just too much, which is something I really struggle with. I feel things way too much on the extremes. And emotional regulation is part of DBT, dialectic behavioral therapy, and it has helped me a lot. So I hope that will help you too. I hope that this episode has helped you recognize some cognitive distortions that you may experience and will help you challenge these thoughts. I know it can be frustrating to challenge them, but it will help a lot if you practice, I promise. So just practice, 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 and try not to get too frustrated. All right, and today's quote, I think it's super cute. The greatest oak was once a little nut who held its ground. Thanks for listening and have a good one.